Oh, yeah. It's Monday. And it's time for Backdoor Cup. Hit the high porn, let's go. What's good? It's Micah. It's Fred. It's Monday. It's Backdoor Cover. Fred, how are you? It's good to be back, baby. What's up, Micah? It sure What's is. good, son? Sure. We've been bringing the people a lot of content recently. I feel really good about it. Good. Yeah, you gotta have I some got some good feedback. Feels. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Coach Bobby. Reached out to me. He's uh, now the pride of Montana. Uh huh. Oh where shit, we're getting uh, downloads in Montana. Yeah, yeah, it might be the first one ever. So shouts <laughs> to everybody in all fifty states for being a part of uh, the program. We're excited about today's podcast. A lot of hoops to talk about. We're definitely going to talk about UFC too, Brad. Uh, I got deep into the streaming game this weekend. And saw uh, at least one epic fight and an epic finish. And, uh, okay. You know, maybe we can talk about golf. Yeah. Who knows? We can talk about it all, really. I saw Nate Diaz's face was bloody as all get out after that fight. I it always some, is. Some Instagram photos. Yeah, I think he's throwing birds at people. It sounds like the, the oh, yeah. whole uh, oh, we're, Nate we're Diaz experience. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was, it was the full Diaz Brothers experience. Uh, there was weed involved. There was all sorts of stuff. Taunting. It was great. It was really good. <laughs> okay. Um, definitely worth the price of admission. Shouts to Nathaniel Diaz, a proud listener of this podcast, for being the best. Uh, hey, another thing that's the best. Today's episode, or today's edition of Micah's Read of the Week, the mm. newsletter, may be the best one I've ever done. You can subscribe to that in the Description of this podcast. It's free. It's in your inbox every Monday around lunchtime. It's a really good one today. I agree. I actually read this one stuff. this week. I was in a. Oh, thank you. I submitted myself to um, the longest line in burrito history at Cabo Bob's down the street, and I, I had nothing going on. Ping, my phone pinged up, and I looked down. And it's it's Mike's newsletter. So I I start I start wow. consuming. I I ate the whole thing in the time that I waited for this burrito. It's really good this week. I'd highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Thank you. That means a lot, Brad. You got it, Brad. And you know what else I would you know what else I would suggest? This week's edition of Mind of Micah is an all timer, Brad. Okay. And I think you'll love it. Oh. It's a uh, it's a five part investigation. Five. Into the story called The Podcast Hype House from Hell. Okay. And this uh, it's a story of this dude who like got a bunch of money from a Chinese firm, mm-hmm. and then basically was just running this 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 uh, hype house like this giant house in the LA uh, like out in the LA hills in the nine hundred two one zero, and there was just sex workers and cocaine and all sorts of stuff going on there at all times, and then things got dark and dogs were just like shitty in the house. It was it's a crazy story. Wow. I would highly suggest you check it out what online. What was the Chinese firm paying him Micah. for? Just, uh, they're like, here, create a, create a house of sin out in Los Angeles and, and just be as bad as you can. I don't, I don't think that's exactly what the mandate was. But, okay, cool. Um, you have to check it out. Really good. Coming to mind to Micah this, this, uh, this week. Parts one and two available now. Three, four, and five coming later this week. You know, Michael, we know some guys who could th- put together a house of sin if if this Chinese firm is looking for you know replacements. I think El Garza and, P- and Pete, the Irish guy, could 
could really put on a show if, if that's what they need. They should start a they should start a consulting firm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they definitely have to get Todd Reesing involved. It would really, I mean, yeah, oh, not Reesing a lot of sleep, but you know, he'd be the in-house uh, DJ. That's exactly the case. Good God! Wow, what a guy that Todd Reesing is. He's a special character. <laughs> he sure is. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's talk some hoops, Brad. Let's do that. Uh, last night, we have we have an interesting scenario right now mm-hmm. in uh, in basketball. The Brooklyn Nets are currently the favorite, the betting favorites to win the NBA championship. Okay, but they're also the now the betting underdog in their series against Milwaukee. Is that right? So that Vegas hasn't right. changed the odds since the injury happened for because Kyrie got injured. That's where the what we're getting well here. i think they still have changed the odds but they're, oh, really? they're sort of assuming that Kyrie will come back at some point and they were such a prohibitive favorite before that right that their odds haven't gone down um you know i think they're seen as the team with the highest ceiling and rightfully so but right now they're without Kyrie irving they are without james harden and it's up to kevin durant to carry this squad and we'll see if he can do it game five coming up tomorrow but that's um, they got beat pretty badly. Yeah, this week. I mean, uh, this weekend that series now tied two two after Brooklyn first took the first two at home. Milwaukee takes the second two. Isn't this just so perfectly aligned with what the playoffs have been so far this year? Teams just jumping on the other team, getting up to having an injury to one of their star players, the entire thing swinging, then swinging again if another injury happens. Like in the first round, I, th- I swear. The, the Suns-LA series was one that got swung. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Paul got hurt. A like then, Yeah, exactly. It, this is kind of a – it seems to be a common theme in the playoffs this year. And so seeing Kyrie go down with an injured ankle, the entire momentum of the, the series is completely swung to Milwaukee's favor now. It's tied 2-2. They're going back to Brooklyn. Uh, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not ready to uh, – Raise the real alarm here. I think that Brooklyn still has it in them to to take Milwaukee down. So we'll see. I mean, they beat them so soundly in the first two games, even without Kyrie. We'll see. Game five should be interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, that series has been a lot like the playoffs. There have been injury stuff and not a lot of like super close games. Um, these have been four pretty decisive victories for the home team. But we'll see game five, uh, I believe it. Tuesday. I yeah. think that's right, yeah. And the other game yesterday, the Phoenix Suns, Suns in four. Suns in four. <laughs> that guy's a psycho. Sweep the Nuggets. And they swept the Nuggets in four. Uh, Nikola Jokic, the league MVP, ejected it late in the third quarter for a little scuffle. Uh, did you know he started He started all 72 games this season? No. All the playoff games? But that's, and then his that's season refreshing, isn't it? It really is. He deserved it. Finally, a player but who plays all 72, doesn't take any off, doesn't do any resting, just, you know, bangs yeah, him out. Yeah, a condensed schedule, too. Yeah. Um, but he uh, ejected, and they didn't have much of a chance. They were pretty much cooked anyway after losing game three at home. The Suns, as I've mentioned before, look like they could be the best team in basketball. Yeah. Uh, they're certainly playing the best. Like, I, I think Brooklyn has the highest ceiling if their guys are healthy. But the way that... Phoenix is like, they're going. They're hitting on all cylinders. They don't have to go up a level. Um, 
you know, they might run into a team that has a higher ceiling in the finals. Right. Which I, uh, you know, another reason I think uh, Brooklyn is sort of their worst nightmare if they were to, to get that far. But And Brooklyn was healthy going into the finals. Yeah. Kind uh, of interesting that it'll team. be uh, Chris Paul versus Blake Griffin should that scenario play out. Clippers. That is Clippers pretty hate. wild. Yeah. The thing that was really popped out to me for the Nuggets series before they got swept was I think Michael Porter Jr. was injured. I, I mean, he's warming up with like a. Like, he apparently tweaked his back. Yeah. He was wearing one. like, like a, like a heating pad on his back during like pregame warmups. And I'm like, that's not, that's not healthy. Like, if you can't even get out and like shoot hoops without like a back warmer on before the game even starts, like you're just, I mean, how good can you really play? And he did look like he was playing at a reduced level. So, you know, shouts to the Suns. They ran it. They ran him off the court. But uh, yeah, I think that, that uh, the Nuggets just kind of ran out of juice after um, injury after injury for, for their key players. So it is what it is. We'll see. Chris Paul moves on. Nope. No question. Uh, they are in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in 11 years. And uh, well-deserved. They will face the winner of the Jazz Clippers. That series uh, continues tonight. Clippers uh, trail two games to one, game four in L.A., mm-hmm. uh, trying to draw even. This, to me, seems like a classic Playoff P, pandemic P, meltdown. Yeah, yeah but it I'm also seems like it. a classic Kawhi come through and just step on them. Like, so it feels like both of those. Yeah, it could be both of those things, and who knows how that plays out. I would imagine the Clippers come out on top if Kawhi comes out and just turn is the Terminator, like he tends to be in these types. Yeah, of if he's the Terminator the in the last four minutes, right? This one seems most likely to be a close game, and uh, playoff P to go disappearing at the end, <laughs> and Kawhi either. You know, to carry the team, or it should let be noted that Playoff P went the fuck off in the last game. Like he tore them up. He was definitely oh, the star of the did. game. So, I mean, he is the one who swung it, and they won Game Three because of him. So that you know, uh, props where props are due. But uh, yeah, you got to do it more than one night in a row. So let's go. And he almost never does in the playoffs. <laughs> so. I mean, he, you know, he does it, but he just doesn't do it in consecutive games especially when the team needs it. And we'll see. That's the late game tonight, 9 o'clock Central Time. Mm. The early game in the East, the Sixers are at the Hawks. Philly is a three-point favorite as uh, Atlanta trails two games to one against Philly here uh, back in the A. Atlanta got the first uh, the first game of the series. Philly's won the last two. Right. The series is essentially over. Not likelihood if, you, if Philly can find a way to get this one done tonight. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But I don't know. You have any? Will they on get one? it done? I'm I'm just curious to see how Joel Embiid comes out because in the last game we talked about this previously. I think on the last episode it was right after they had last played and Embiid had tweaked an ankle and landed hard on a hip and he just looked like he was going to be aching for the foreseeable future. I'm curious to see how he comes out and if he can if he can you know, play through the pain or if he's going to be playing at a reduced level. Because if it's reduced, I think that the Hawks have every shot in the world at at competing and possibly winning. Um, I think the injury to Hunter, the young player they've got in the Hawks, has mm-hmm. been a serious problem and has really reduced their potency or their their ceiling. Did you know that, where, what's the guy's name, Herder? The big redheaded guy? His, his nickname is uh, yeah. Red Velvet. 
So tight. Ooh. Isn't that a tight nickname? Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> Red Velvet's what they call him because he's a, got a silky that's smooth a great shot. Nickname. Isn't that so good? Anyways, I heard that over the weekend, Red Velvet, and I made me want to root for him even harder. So I like that. Oh, well, that's good. That's game four tonight. Let's and, go Red uh, Velvet. You have a pick? You uh, like Red Velvet? Yeah, uh, I like the Red Velvet squad tonight. to come out and, and light them up in the A. So uh, we'll see. You got a pick? Okay. Uh, I'll take Philly tonight. Mm. Coward. So basically put this one on my. <laughs> nice. Sorry, bud. Um, yeah, that's all good. So that's it. There, there's your hoops action. Uh, I'm I'm quite excited. I'm pretty aged for both these games. Me too. Okay. What's right. next? What's the next sport uh, you want to talk about? I want to talk cage fight. Yes. Uh, let's, we, we've got to talk, talk about guts. UFC. Whatever UFC event it was. I want to say 263, but I feel like I say that every time. I don't mm. even really know what number it is. Um, Nathaniel Diaz loses his fight against Edwards and still becomes the biggest star. It's an amazing skill set he has. He's the only thing everybody's talking about. The, for if you weren't paying attention, there were two title fights. Uh, we have the first ever Mexican-born champion uh, in the UFC. And Izzy, uh, Israel uh, Ayasanya, uh held on to his belt. But the third fight from the top, Nate Diaz fighting Anthony Edwards. Not Anthony Edwards. Um, Leon. Some, Leon Edwards, sorry. Yeah. Just an absolute classic. Uh, Leon, Leon beat Nate for the first 24 minutes of this fight. For some reason, this was a five-round fight. Generally, as you know, Brad, three. I'm sure the listeners do. Yeah, most UFC events, are, uh, most fights are three, and the, the main event for a championship fight are five. Hmm. For some reason, this is the first time in UFC history they made a non-title, non-headlining fight a five-round bout. and uh, It delivered, apparently. Because of this, Nate Diaz, who like, prances around, he's playing mind games, he's throwing him the birds. He's talking shit the whole time. He's dancing. Like, he's literally just, like, turning his back to Edwards. It was really kind of crazy, and he was just getting whipped for the first 24 minutes. He's bleeding I won't say he got whipped, but, oh, yeah, he, of course. It's, an, it's a Diaz fight. He's got scar tissue on both sides of his face, blood pouring everywhere. He's dancing around. He's talking shit. And then the last minute of the round, he or the last minute of the fifth round, he tags Edwards. And then instead of, like, pouncing him, he just sort of, like, points at him. And, like, Edwards, his, his knees are knocking. He's, he's not very silly. Yeah. And, you know, Diaz chased after him uh, for the last minute of the round and couldn't knock him out. It, was it because but, he stopped to, like, point and talk shit when he could have just jumped the guy? It's hard to say. I mean, Is that I guess, what it felt like, though? Sounds that's what, like that's what happened. It, like, he could have, like but he's talking shit. Yeah. It's also like if there was if he would have landed that punch with ninety seconds left instead of sixty seconds left, he might have finished the fight. Mm. Um, but then after the fight, they asked him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, so like he won on a scorecard or whatever. Who cares? And if we're fighting in on the street, and you and you knock some dude silly at the end of the fight, I'm the winner. I won the fight. What? It's just so funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he just talks a lot of shit. He's smoking weed. All the time. Um, Shouts to the Diaz's. I've got nothing but respect 
I mean, the dude has unbelievable cardio. Yeah. He just doesn't look tough. Uh, I mean, he looks tough. He is tough. the most tough. No, he certainly looks tough. He just doesn't look like the greatest athlete in the world. Okay. But he does triathlons for fun. Mm. And he just has incredible, incredible... Um, endurance? Endurance. Yeah. Sorry. Like, his cardio is just unbelievable. Nobody else could have that much juice left 24 minutes into a fight. After he just gets pummeled. Like, his face is... He looks like something out of a Halloween movie. Like, he's just pouring blood out of every crevice of his face. Oh, yeah. He's getting hit and bleeding from both... Like, he was bleeding from both sides of his face. I've never really seen anything like that. Yeah. He sounds <laughs> kind of like a psycho. Like, I won the fight. It's like, mm, I don't... I'm pretty sure you didn't. Pretty sure you didn't. So Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's good psychology, though. Yo, yeah, it's good shit talking. Like, if, if that's what makes you feel good about yourself, then go for it, big guy. Smoke the weeds, talk the shits. Yep, it was great. Uh, it's amazing the dude is. Uh, he's got 13 losses. He's like 21 and 13, <laughs> and he's still one of the top five most exciting fighters. Like, he can't miss. You've got to watch him. Uh, he will never have a non-entertaining fight. Interesting. So, shout to Nathaniel. Uh, Nick Diaz was there too, just smoking weed in the press conference. Are you saying that they were like literally had Jays lit up during while things were being filmed? Yeah. Yes, like at the podium. Mm. Okay. He was also smoking this time at the weigh-in, and normally he smokes like a CBD joint, or so they claim. Uh huh. But now he has his own brand of cannabis. Oh. And they were in Arizona, and apparently it was legal to smoke weed up until the day of the fight. So he's just ripping <laughs> pre and post fight. He's like the next. You know how they are all like tequila salesmen there for a while. He's a weed guy now. He's just going to be making yeah. his own oh. weed brand. You know what? If I was in California, I would one hundred percent buy the Diaz strain. Is that right? Like, yeah, one hundred percent. Just a novelty, just to support the Diaz brothers. If you owned a, a what do they call them? A distillery, a distib distributor. Whatever. If you owned a weed shop, would you carry the DS product? It'd probably be the only thing I sold. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I might, I might try and get in on it. Just, I just call it the, the Diaz uh, weed place or something. I like it. I don't know. It's probably not, probably like, not a great name. You can buy it. You can buy a joint and a slap in the for. face. The Diaz dispensary, and you could buy the the Stockton slap joint. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's. It, it was great. It was, it was worth the zero dollars I paid for it. Shut the dark <laughs> web coming through again. Uh, did your computer Crack light train. on fire afterwards? Not yet. That's Haven't good. fire yet. It's it's a, it's a uh, coming up like a zombie. It's a uh, it's a fighter just like a Diaz. Your computer, no doubt. Yeah, whoever's running Crack Streams is the ultimate the ultimate Diaz brother. <laughs> just the toughest zombie. <laughs> they keep coming back. Like it's now. It's like. Crackstreams.is or Crackstreams.ii. It's not even like these aren't real website addresses. They're not real it's, countries. No, <laughs> I have no idea what country it's being hosted in. Yeah. It's remarkable. Interesting. Well, shouts to Crackstreams. Well, do you want to talk about some of the other headlines real quick around? Uh, yeah, run me through the headlines the and we'll shut sports. this bitch down. Well, we want. We're not going to talk football mini camps because I just don't care. Yep. Um, the Blazers are apparently going to interview Mike D'Antoni for their head coaching job. Ooh, some offensive potency. 
although their general manager blamed their old coach for not getting the most out of his team's defense. So <laughs> kind of weird that you would hire the coach most associated with not playing defense. Yes, the the worst defensive coach you could hire. Yeah, someone who literally doesn't care about defense at all. Okay. I'd and, like to see, uh, see All the other headlines are about football minicamps. I just like, I can't believe how much the NFL rules in this country. Yeah. Crowder takes pay credits to stay with Jets. Gilmore skips past minicamp. Trevor Lawrence has a strained hamstring and is limited in a minicamp. Like, none of this matters at all. The only good news in sports is that uh, uh, Lochte, what's that dude's name? The swimmer, Ryan Lochte, failed yeah. to advance in the uh, in the U.S. swimming track. Oh, uh, you don't like him, huh? That, ma- that makes me happy. Yeah, he's a turd. <laughs> Good for you, Mike. I'm glad little things are making you happy in the the headlines yeah, this year. He was year. only good enough to finish. He was only good enough to finish 25th. So Loser. that's great, bro. Yeah. What a dope. He only he only swam in four Olympics. He won't be able to make the fifth time. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, good. Nice headlines, Bubba. You want me to play you out? I think we should play it out. Let me get you. Uh, check out Mind of Micah this week, even if you if you never have before. I think you'll really like it. It's the one. And the read of the week. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, we'll be back later this week, I'm sure. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>